This evening, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me, as always, that guy over there. You know him, you love him, Ivan Lovegren. How you doing, bro? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. It's been another crazy day in Hobbyville, another crazy day in my life and your life from what you were telling me before the show. James, we, did you do anything crazy this week, too? Oh, I think okay. this la- I think that this last two weeks, I've probably put in 15 hour days, the better part of those two weeks. It's just that time of the year. Yeah. So um, but we're ready to rock and roll. So, um, wait, what yeah, were we holding on for? Is let's, everything okay? let's, Can they... Oh, okay. Go right. about our business. So we got a lot going on this evening. Um, we'll be joined by Emily Kless, Tops Marketing Communications Manager shortly. We've got some really fun stories and hobby happenings. Got uh, a trifecta of box breaks. Mm-hmm. And Hot in the Shop is pretty fun, including the all-new Upper Deck Space Jam 2, a new legacy retail blasters. Uh, interestingly Ooh. enough, that in the same week... Um, that that comes out we also received the solicitation finally for the hobby version so be checking that out on gogts.net but hey we have to kick things off with our gogts live q of the week poll which is so with the 2020 we knew this was going to be a whole year year. (laughs) 2021 22 nba season underway and new products coming soon from Panini. Oh, it seems like it's going to be a while before we get those. But soon, which rookie do you think will garner the most love in the hobby? And your choices, Scotty Barnes from Toronto, Jalen Green from Houston, Cade Cunningham from the Pistons, mm. or the always popular other Please reply. Um, Ivan, if you could help me out a little bit here. I didn't even uh, forgot to click on the link. So as I get this open, where are we what? at? Um, so right now, my choice, Jalen Green, is leading. But this is a this is a not a not a runaway. Nope. Not a runaway. And it's not over yet by any yeah, stretch. Just yeah, just about 33% for Jalen Green, but right behind him, Cade Cunningham at 30, and Scotty Barnes not far off at 23. So we could easily see this. With only 165 votes so far, which which tells me that um, we posted it a little late. That's partially my fault. <laughs> and that uh, it hasn't gotten retweeted a bunch yet. Go out and retweet that as well. Let's see if we can get that to 300 votes, and let's see if the vote changes or stays the same as more people vote. Um, and where do you vote? Twitter.com slash live. Why is that important? Well, we're already at over 100 viewers on the show, so it's really important. Hey, we're going to do giveaways this show, and we do the giveaways through Twitter. So go to Twitter.com slash live. Click the vote as a little practice. So you get used to that and make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so I voted Jalen Green myself. And the reason for that is if they are all equal stars, I think that the Houston market is one of those undervalued markets in trading cards. Houston basketball. I think there's a lot of Houston basketball fans that are waiting for somebody to love more so than maybe Toronto or Detroit. Um so I think that he would get a little hometown bump from Houston being, in my opinion, a stronger basketball market, all other things being equal. So that's why I went with Jalen Green. 
I love it. I think it's great reasoning. Did you I take think, a, a pick in this? Yeah, I voted Jalen Green because honestly, he was the only one I heard of. <laughs> you know, prior prior to to writing the poll, um, and that's thanks to Upper Deck, right? Who got him to a a, a deal early, early. Yeah, I remember, well, I think we covered that in Hobby Happenings a long, long time ago. Now, he, I he yeah, is I'm the front just, runner I'm right now kidding. for Rookie of the Year kidding, too. Guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, he is the front runner. Uh, I, I agree with Ivan. Um, I mean, this goes back to five slamma jamma days down at the university of Houston with Clyde Drexler and others. Uh, and then them, you know, being on the rock. I mean, the rockets have a deep passionate fan base that goes back eras. And I think you're absolutely right. There could be, you know, an, if he's at all what we think he is and the Rockets are at all decent, look out. I think that's a fair assessment, but it is really anybody's game right now um, because we know how quickly things can turn. Yeah, I will say there was one of the others that got quite a bit of attention was Chris Duarte, uh, even group break checklists who they're they're pretty on the pulse of things. Yeah, they responded are. that. Duarte well after a few years, even though in the short term, it has to be Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham. And I'm interested by this, like mainly because I, I got some of the Chronicles draft picks cards and I didn't realize how ripped like Duarte is a strong <laughs> basketball player for six, five. Like you can see it. He doesn't look like a like a big guy, but he looks like absolute strength. My only concern there for the hobby is he's already 24 years old. So I don't know if that plays into it at all, but, but he's been having a really good season for, for the 13th pick at Indiana. So, okay. And you're right. He is somebody that got a lot of hobby or a lot of love in the replies. So did, uh, Evan Mobley, you know? Uh, so yeah, I, I love the fact that you guys are plugged in and, uh, so let's see what happens by the end of the night. I was going to uh, say, I would, I would agree with NJ sensation though. And I think this is your logic. I'm going to assume that you thought this through before posting these names, Rob, uh, NJ sensation wanted to say Evan Mobley, but centers get no love. No, it's true. That's it's absolutely, it's absolutely true. They, so. they get zero love. Um, I mean, with the last center that to get any love was Shaq, right? Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. That's but, true. But did he get cardboard love? Because this was a hobby. Yes, we oh, said yeah, hashtag right. the okay. hobby. Um, all right, let's bring on our guest, the one, the only, <laughs> Emily Kless, the marketing communications manager at Tops. Emily, how are you? Hi, guys. It's great to see you. Absolutely. It is. It seems like it's been a little while, but we've been watching you vicariously um, through your exploits on Twitter for tops. You've been very busy, very, very busy. I bet you're looking forward to the holidays, aren't you? Yeah, we are. Um, it's been great. And thank you for having me on again, I should say, first and foremost. But it's been a busy year for the Tops team. We've just had event after event after event, um, you know, really all starting with the MLB All-Stars. So it's been a really exciting summer and fall. Um, but we're coming up on our last 
trip for the year, which is crazy to think about because it's just been, we've really put in the miles this year, but it's been so fun. So who am I to complain? Where are you headed for this one last trip? We have our Bowman Transcendent, which is out in mm-hmm. Phoenix. We're doing that at Scottsdale Stadium, which will be really neat. Um, Spencer Torkelson, uh, Marco Luciano, and uh, Nolan Gorman, I believe, are the three that will be there. And then we have our Celebration of the Decades party, which was really from our 2020 um, flagship product. Yeah, We had these awesome Celebration of the Decades tickets in in you know all of the hobby and, and other um, SKU product. And uh, yeah, we're finally getting to have that, that event, which was supposed to be in 2020 as most of our events, but, um, we're so two birds with, with one stone, just one trip and two events. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, the celebration of decades is going to be in Vegas. So we kind of do from Phoenix to Vegas, um, which will cool. be a great trip. And that event is going to be so awesome. The team has done a really good job putting the programming together for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun and just a good way to end the year. So it's all good. So you're, you're telling me you spent 18 months locked in your apartment or your house, and now you're throwing four months of parties back to back to back to back. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what has happened. It's been, it's been madness, you guys. It's been madness, but it's been fun. Um, the, the marketing team that I get to be a part of at Tops is just a really great bunch, and um, our events are just I can say this because I have close to nothing to do with them, but our events are phenomenal. Um, our <laughs> events manager, Jillian Gross, just crushes it every single time. The the attention to detail, and I mean, it's they're they're really awesome. Our events, so I'm lucky to be a part of it and to watch the planning all happen behind the scenes. So um, yeah, it's going to be a, g- a good good two two events to round out the year. Well, wait a minute. You were more than just a participant in one of these recent events. You were a little schoolgirl all over again with a little crush on Derek Jeter, I think. <laughs> yes, a thousand percent. Um, I have been tasked with uh, starting to host some of our events, which is awesome. We, we have pretty much a QA, and a um, which is really neat because then the guests get to hear, you know, and ask questions directly to the players. It's just like such a such a unique opportunity. Um, sure. These are at our transcendent events specifically I'm talking about. But this was for our captain's, captain's collection, yeah, right? Captain's collection, which is another 2020 event. So we had that one um, earlier in November. And yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to say that I'm not like, you know, shocked by stars because I think it just kind of comes with the territory of, of being part of tops and working with athletes and working with talent. So I'm pretty used to being around people that are, you know, phenomenal athletes or WWE or, you know, like any number of, of talent that you can think of tops works with everyone. Um, but for Derek Jeter specifically to, <laughs> to be part of that event in a way that um, I just, you know, if you told like eight-year-old, six-year-old, whatever was on my Little League card, if you told like six-year-old M that that she would grow up to then become a part, you know, get to host a Q&A with Derek Jeter, like I just, it was just unreal and um, it was it was awesome. It was like just truly a most, dream come true. It was one of the most endearing, genuine moments I've seen on my timeline all year. It was absolutely great. It's going down in hobby lore forever. I really appreciated seeing it. I thought there was a little bit of, um, just unique transparency, um, to put yourself out there. And I, I absolutely loved it. And I'm so glad you did it. Oh, thanks Rob. No, I, I, 
I don't, I feel like I don't share for someone who works in social. I don't share a ton (laughs) on my personal social. Like everything I do is just for tops. And, and so all of the content that we get everywhere we go, it's, it's all about the tops accounts. And, um, but this one specifically, and because I still had my little league trade cards, which I'll show you right here, rocking the number two. Um, and of course, (laughs) The, the Derek Jeter, Jeter. Uh, favorite player on the back, right? So, like, I had that, and I'm just, like, I'm looking at the photos that came through from the event, and I'm like, wow, this is this is a full circle moment, not even just as someone, like, who loved Jeter growing up or whatever, but to be, you know, to have my Little League card and then to be there with tops. I'm like, man, this is just... This is like what it's all about. So it was just, it was really, really awesome. I'm, I'm so thankful to, to be part of the team here. So that's awesome. And, but let's also remind people that that's part of the point of these events is it's not just you, right? It's tons of collectors that participated in, in either these products. You know, I know that um, the one upcoming, like that was literally in flagship, 25 tickets in series one, 25 in series two, roughly. And like anybody could have gotten those from flagship. Yeah. Uh, what's the collector response been that you've seen at these events too, when you're able to look around when you're not just sitting there, you know, talking to Jeter. <laughs> Lost in his eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's really cool because every time I walk away from one of our events and like I said, I, you know, I get to play a part in the event day itself and maybe like the packing for it. They always wrote me in to get into the office and pack up all the stuff that needs to go to the event. But from the planning perspective, that really I get to just watch that unfold. And so I hear all these really neat things that we're planning on doing there. And then to see it come to life at the event itself is just like, man, this this is cool. And so I walk away every time being like, we're not going to top that. There's no way that is awesome from, from Bryce Harper. We had his transcendent at Reading terminal. Like it doesn't get more Philly than that. The whole Reading terminal was shut down for just really cool stuff like that. And, and, um, to see collectors there, a lot of the, a lot of the same faces, especially at transcendent, but there's always a couple new ones, especially dependent on who the guest is. So people who, who have loved Jeter forever, you know, came out and showed up for it and, to see them, you know, feel the intimacy of the event where they're having dinner on the field. They get to just ask any questions they want to Derek Jeter or Bryce Harper, for that matter, or Mariano Rivera and Cal Ripley. We just had just amazing, amazing guests at our events this year. Um, and to see the collectors, you know, response to just the entire thing, because it's at that point, it's more about it's it's more than the cards. You know, it's oh, it's yeah. about the experience. And, and that's, I think, what Tops does really well is it's. Yes, the cards are insane that are part of Transcendent. They're so cool. But but what else do you get? You get this unforgettable experience that a picture can maybe capture a little bit. But like the feeling of it, you just you can't shake that and you can't ca- capture that in a photo. So, um, yeah, it's really neat to talk to all of the, the different collectors that show up for it and hear where everyone comes from and to see collectors who have become lifelong friends because of our events. Like that's what it's all about, you know? Absolutely. I mean, we've had conversations in the past, even on this program, about how we believe that experiential events like Tops has started to incorporate in products will become um, much more commonplace. And yet, Transcendent has been out for a while now in several different forms, and we really have yet to see any of the other manufacturers embrace that in any capacity. And and I, for one, have been really surprised at that. So Tops has been able to kind of 
ride this wave of exclusivity with that, which has been even, you know, cool to watch as well. So, um, I think sooner or later we'll see it in other places as well, but man, transcendent is sure fun to, you know, live vicariously through other people who can, you know, afford the product or afford to buy into a break or to be able to share experiences like you do from tops events. So it, it's great that everyone can feel a part of it as well. Ivan, um, I'm going to let you get the last question in. Well, we've talked so much about the events and I know you've been on the road a lot. What can you tell us about the tops pipeline and what's exciting product wise that you're excited for? Yes. Well, one of my favorite products just dropped, which is triple threads. I absolutely love triple threads. You guys, I think it's where it's just where our design team shines. Um, and everything that comes out of there, the way they incorporate words into the relics that I, I think triple threads is one of those products where everything comes together from the photos that are chosen to the editorial, because you not only find that on the back of the card, but you find that within the words of the design to the actual design itself. It's just one of my absolute favorite products. So, so that just dropped, which is exciting. And, um, I, I'm not going to lie, you guys, I, I am really excited for GPK series two. It's coming out. <laughs> Nothing I think, wrong with that. I think it's November 24th. It's coming out. And they actually put me in there as an employee short print. So they oh, did wow. this year, yes. these employee short prints where they turned a couple of us into like GPK characters, which is so hilarious. Um, so I'm really <laughs> hoping that someone finds my short print and, and I can trade for it or something, but, um, really looking forward to GPK. Cause I just, uh, um, that's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm glad you said GPK. You worried me for a quick second. I thought you were going to say fuzzy pandas. <laughs> or fuzzy llamas or fuzzy bunnies or whatever the next one is that's coming out. Don't think I don't have some fuzzy llamas on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Too funny. Um, I always like to give the guests the last word. What else should we know about tops happenings right now? Yeah, well, I think one of the um, one of the points I want to bring up, and it's not even about tops, but I know that National Hobby Shop Day is coming up. And it sure is. Yes. That's a, that's a month away from today, actually. Yeah, a month from today. Exactly. Um, so that's just cool that, you know, Tops gets to be a part of it. And I, I know that you guys do a ton, a ton of work for it. So, um, you know, to everyone watching, go to your local hobby shop that day. That's what that's what it's all about. Um, so that's coming up. Yeah. No, December 11th. So one month from today. Um so that that I just wanted to give a little shout out. I know it's not quite a, a tops focused, but tops is part of it, and and the hobby shop. But you guys are a big part of it, especially because you guys. I mean, listen, any manufacturer who can donate product, I mean, that's pretty huge. And you guys provided, you know, every participating shop with a box of tops update series baseball. I mean, you guys could have chosen wow. to to sell that. I mean, you know what I mean? So the fact that you support um, in that manner, I mean, it speaks volumes. I know collectors appreciate it. And I certainly know that our customers appreciate it as well. And just so you guys know, um, Emily sent me, I got this box from her today. It's absolutely loaded. And it says, there was a note in here, um, because she always includes a handwritten note because she's so I cool. Do like, <laughs> says, I do like to write a note. <laughs> <laughs> it says, Rob, for use as additional NHSD, 
National Hobby Shop Day giveaways because we know not all of you have access to a shop or maybe one that's participating because there was a cap on 150 stores this year. So we'll be having some fun wow. with that online as well. Thanks even more to Tops. So thanks, Emily. Of course. Love to see it. <laughs> well, listen, if there's uh, nothing else on your docket, we're going to dive into um, a pretty packed show tonight. But I'm so glad that you could stop by and join us. And again, what a great moment with you and Jeter. Oh, man, thanks so much. It is always great to see you guys. And let me just add, though, that that our our events are not about me. That was an awesome moment. Our events are not about me. They are I about know. like all the people that make it happen and then all the people that attend. And all but I'll say, Emily, I, I don't usually cut off the guests, but this is one of the reasons why we really love and appreciate you. Yes. It's because you really are like you're a baseball fan. You are a collector like you actually do represent us really well. Um, I say it every time I see you, I'm so sorry that I know you get a lot of hate directed at you on behalf of, you know, company mistakes, but you are so great. And so we, <laughs> your experience is a proxy for collectors that go to those events. So, you know, well, I, I we appreciate that. I, I very much appreciate that. You know, what everyone can do is go to our YouTube page and click the subscribe button. Um, we have some really cool content in the works, which is uh, something on social that I'm definitely a part of, though I, I am, you know, I understand there's a, a ton on social I can't get to. But but we do have some really cool stuff, some episodes of Ripping Packs, which is this new series we introduced. Let's, um, slow down. let's, go, let's go ahead and slow down and talk about Top Studio. Sure. Which I think is the official channel title. Yeah, I was right? just going to ask because I'm on YouTube searching. Yeah, and if it's I search Top, top so many other things come up. What do I need to search to get there? YouTube.com slash top studios. There we and go. Top studios. Top plural. studios. Yep. Very official. Um, but we have just been trying really hard this past year to make it, you know, produce content that is about the cards. But I think that is also about the experience that you can have when opening a pack of cards. And our ripping pack series is a really good demonstration of that because it's not, you know, of course it's cool to see what these guys, and I say these guys, these amazing Hall of Fame baseball players that we've sat down with. Um, <laughs> I was going cool to say. Yeah, yeah, Chipper Jones, Fergie Jenkins is up there, Raleigh Fingers, Bernie Williams. I mean, um, and we have a, a, a good amount in the pipe too that we've captured thus far that we still have yet to produce. But it's not like... A, about what they pull necessarily, but it's just about the conversation that can happen over a pack of baseball cards or over a pack of any type of cards, really. Um, I mean, it's what you guys do every Thursday night. Um, and so I think we've just been trying to bring our collectors like closer to their favorite players in a way that doesn't have to be so much like, hey, look at this card, it's available now, but it's just, hey, we're ripping open packs and we're learning what Fergie Jenkins was doing when he got the call from the Hall of Fame and, yeah. you know, just cool, um, you know, cool pieces of content well, like that. Because you never know what will come up, too. I know you did that with uh, with some of the players during the kickoff party. And it's like you never know who will come up or what name will come up as they're ripping cards. And you do a great job of drawing out from them some of those stories that you just it's not a question you would ever think to ask. Right. What was it like facing, you know, this guy who may not be the you know, everybody gets asked about facing Barry Bonds, but. 
what about facing this guy? You know, so 100%. And, um, I, I, you know, spoiler alert, Jeter did not find his rookie card though. I, I had him rip open like four packs. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> sure. I was like, it's gotta be in there. It's gotta be in there. So he didn't find it. But, um, you know, that was because like, originally that's like the goal. You want these guys to find their card or you're, we're just hoping that they are. So that way there's a cool moment of just like, Hey, this is me from my playing days. And, and I pulled it out of a pack, but, um, but yeah, it just becomes so much more than than the cards themselves. It's about the conversation and the stories you would never really know otherwise. One of the other things I thought was really clever was the way that you guys teased and sucked me in. And now I can't wait for uh, Unwrapped Episode 2. I mean, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I have to wait? I'm like, I'm ready to watch now. But that Who do was we really... think we are with this <laughs> teaser content, yes, right? <laughs> exa exactly. But no, very clever. Uh, kudos to you guys. But I can't wait for that. But I'm not familiar. Uh, and maybe I should be. Complex Con. Where is that? What What is that? Yeah, Complex Con is a it's a, a mashup of streetwear, cultural music, um, anything you can think of. Um, Complex is a huge kind of media agency uh, account, so to speak, on on Instagram, and they they go into music, pop culture, and everything. And so there's there's some really great brands that attended Complex Con, and and we were there. I think for the first time this year, we had a booth. It was this past weekend in Long Beach, California, and um, we had these really cool like one of one GPK cards that we sold out there that were complex con exclusive so so that was really neat but um wait a minute yeah. it was in long beach california this weekend ivan why weren't you there rob so many reasons so many reasons oh man i know <sighs> believe me i was wait wait we could add content from complex con with m oh my god but that's the great thing about top studio on YouTube <laughs> is that Look they have that. all this great content. Emily does My such man. a good job of producing content. <laughs> Nicely My done. Man, so, you know. Wow, you dug yourself out of that one, Ivan. Well, well yeah, well. <laughs> he's trying to put me on the spot when he knows. Mm -hmm. He knows what was going on last weekend. Well, <laughs> I'm so Now, have you at least heard of it though, Ivan? This well, I have, but but here's the other reason why it wasn't top of top of mind for okay. us in the show is that I heard about it mainly through NFT channels. Like it was huge ah, for NFTs also. Okay. It wasn't like it was a card thing, which again also speaks to tops diversifying and being like, no, we have to be at an event like Complex Con, you wow. know, because it's it's so outside of traditional cards. But the it's market next. is yeah. so crazy and booming and so many different people are interested in this, which was my one thought. Sorry, I know, Emily, we let you go like 14 minutes ago and now we're still talking. <laughs> but my one thought when you said these guys was I was just looking at some old Allen and Ginter checklists today and seeing some of the great females that have been represented. So I feel like in the very near future, ripping packs will be more than just these guys. That's just my thought. Yeah, that's definitely the hope. And, you know, the hope with it, too, is I think um, it's it's evergreen content in a sense where it can be, you know, we have a, an episode that um, from from New York Comic Con that we captured with Joe Simcoe, who's a GPK artist. And sure. just to sit down and rip open packs of GPK and he is like. 
I drew this, you know, like, it's, just, it's so cool. And to hear his story and everything. So, so we have some, some stuff like that in the works and it can go like, I want to sit down with Lewis Hamilton and rip open F1. Who doesn't want to uh, do that? You oh, know? Like, yeah. Like we both that's do. the, that's the ultimate, it's the <laughs> ultimate or, or even, you know, any of the, the UEFA champions league guys, like it, it goes so far beyond baseball. We can sit down with, Star Wars, uh, you know, talent and actors. I mean, it just, it, it's, so are you telling me in my, at Miami in 2022, you have access to the drivers? <laughs> I not wish an make it happen. It's not till case. February. I mean, we are that's, there. That's your new mission. <laughs> I know. I, I was not at, um, the event in Austin that they had, but the tops team was down there, uh, which was really cool because it was kind of our first foray into F1 in an events perspective. And sure. so I think we're going to be down in Miami, or at least that's the hope. And I said to my boss, I'm like, I'm going like, I got, I'm, I'm locked in on F1. It, I've, I've watched all the Netflix things that I need to watch. I'm the cards themselves are amazing. Like the dynasty product. And oh I guess that's gosh. another, some more stuff that's coming up is we have oh, some man. really good F1 yes. stuff coming up. Don't even get me started. Yeah, there you look go. At, look at that SGC 10 bad boy. Nice. <laughs> you nice. want to see a, an orange numbered to uh or no, it's an orange seven, 70th. Pretty. But yeah, pretty, pretty. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's great tops having the F1 license being down in Austin, uh, a very uh, cool um, activation for tops. Um, I had the pleasure of going um the last time F1 was here in Indianapolis in 2007. Uh, so the experience is unlike any other um, because it draws such an international crowd. It's so fun to see everybody with their flags from different countries and this, that, and the other thing you will, it's, it's unbelievable. And I'll tell you, man, if I even, and I can figure out a way, maybe we can get the company to expense this. How can we figure that out, Ivan? Because yeah, we got to be there too. We got to be there too. If tops is going to, you know, one of the nice things is that one of my new hires uh, actually is down in Florida. So I know, I know I'll be at least sending somebody. <laughs> I can't get there myself, but I would prefer that I be there. Yeah. I mean, it's such, I'm, I'm so glad that it's becoming such a huge commodity in, in America because it really is an international, you know, property in Huge. a sense and and it's massive it's just absolutely massive and finally you know we americans are coming around to f1 and i mean admittedly myself it wasn't until tops got the license that i was like man this it first of all the drama that happens like mm -hmm. just oh, so absolutely. dramatic oh for here, sure here for the drama of it all but um and and just to see the cards that that the team produces because we've come out with some with some hot products like like i said Dynasty coming up, it just looks beautiful. I mean, Dynasty always looks beautiful, but the way that they did it with like the F1 style and everything, just you know, kudos to the design team. It, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really cool. And then we, I know we have, um, I think the 2021 official like season of of F1 comes out later in December, so that'll be fun to just like wrap up the year with. But um, yeah, the only thing I miss about Netflix that and Ozark, <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> It's so funny. Here's a little bit of transparency on, on, on my part. On my bucket list, Monaco Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. just, I mean, the can ultimate. you imagine? No. I mean, and to, to <laughs> sit on a boat and watch it, you know? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a whole nother lifestyle. F1 yeah, really I is, really is. Can, on, can only dream of that. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. We the, really the do have shot, a lot the to top do shot. tonight. Gosh, I could do this all night, though. That's why it's <laughs> that's why we love having you on. But no, we got to go. This is really goodbye this time. <laughs> really goodbye. Well, thank you guys so much again. Um, I could also do this all night, so maybe we will have to re- schedule another time when um, there's not quite as much going on so we can just sit and chat. But um, very, very thank fun. you guys again. I appreciate being here. and It was great to see your faces and to everyone tuned in. Thank you. So appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. And great I know you and I will talk offline before the holidays, but publicly, happy holidays. To yes. You. Happy holidays. <laughs> Safe <laughs> travels. We'll talk to you all soon. All right, you guys. Bye-bye. The one, the only Emily Kless tops. You see why we love having her on. I mean, she's just a great person to talk to. So um, F1, Ivan. I know. We I got to get down to Miami, dude. I not only love it, but I love hearing that she's a fan and hopefully other people at tops are getting infected with the fandom as well. Um, Cause I feel like there is something when you, when you appreciate the sport and understand the sport, I feel oh, like the content you produce has to be, you know, has to be better and better and better. So for sure. um, Yeah. We need to talk to Emily and find out who's, who's the product manager of that and see if we can get them on for a 20 minute razzing. Yeah. I have to find a way. I mean, Oh, never mind. (laughs) I'm going to miss drive to survive. I really, really am. I really am. (laughs) But Oh, well, um, so I feel like actually, Rob, well, it, it's probably in our in our notes, but I feel like there's a reason in hobby happenings why you should be able to justify a nine ninety nine a month subscription to Netflix as the marketing and communications director for a major sports card company. But we'll get into that in just a minute. Yeah, she should. Right. Um, all right. So. What are we doing next? Oh, I know we got to do a lot of stuff in hobby happenings. And this is more than just some news and notes. We got some hard hitting stories this week. So yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate, but uh, we are going to start the night with some hobby related crime news. And I've honestly debated dropping this as a segment because I I don't want to draw attention to these people, but a lot of times my motivation is for making sure that people um, can help maybe solve. So if there's ever, if anybody ever thinks we're doing it, I mean, a disservice, I'd be open to hearing that. But anyway, basically it was bound to happen sooner or later but we now have the first million dollar heist of a hobby shop. And it happened not all that far away from Ivan, the bullpen in Los Angeles sports collectors daily reports that the early morning theft on November 5th was obviously an extremely costly, costly one. Two men entered the bullpen shortly after 3 AM, uh, Pacific time local and held up a longtime employee who was closing up the shop. Owner Mitch Gutenberg said the employee and one of his best friends for 20 years was put into a chokehold, tased, bound with zip ties, and locked in a bathroom. Absolute professionals. The men that smashed then smashed a display case and stole boxes of product worth what was estimated at more than a million dollars. 
Gutenberg said. Among the stolen items, a sealed box of 0304 Upper Deck Exquisite Basketball, estimated to be worth $193,000. The thieves also took a cash register, desktop computers, last laptops, plus a box of high-end single cards that Gutenberg kept in his desk. Fortunately, extremely fortunately, the employee was not hurt. Yeah. Gutenberg said the man was staying late at the shop because the bullpen had been conducting live box breaks on Instagram that night. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you don't know, they are they're yeah. breaking, you know, 25-8 basically there. So that that is one well, of the you, reasons why that happens. And you also mean, know it was like cased. The thieves went yeah. right to the case containing the box of exquisite basketball. And the thieves who broke into the bullpen on that date had lots to choose from, obviously, because if you guys aren't familiar, the 2,400 square foot shop contains more than 20,000 boxes of cards in what they call the wall of wax. Um, Gutenberg says, we probably have the most insane inventory in the country. And he believes that the thieves either knew what they were doing or were prepped by someone knowledgeable about current values. They were obviously casing the joint, Gutenberg said. They knew what they were looking for. He added, the shop has 17 security cameras, um, which picked up one of the men being called Alex. And this is where you guys might be able to help. One being called Alex uh, by his fellow thief and another man being referred to as Chris. So usually friends. So if you guys happen to know friends named Chris and Alex, might be time to throw a dime if you live in California. Uh, Gutenberg went on to say that we have a lot of security, but none of that matters when you get jumped closing up. Absolutely. Thankfully, Really, thankfully, because I know there are shops out there that aren't. I really hope this wakes them up. Thankfully, the shop is fully fully insured, but losing the exquisite box and the high-end cards from the marquee case was troubling. Quote, Gutenberg said, that display case was my baby. A complete list of stolen inventory is available on Sports Collectors Daily, and an unspecified reward is being offered for information leading to the rest of the robbers. Yeah, I'll just echo because I saw two people Please. ask in the comments. The employee is okay. So mm -hmm. at, at the very least, that happened. In addition, the insurance is a great thing. But, man, it, it personally hurts because no one that I know loves the hobby more than Mitch. Their shop is an incredible shop. Um, it's been a blessing to see how well they've been able to do during this boom because he's been grinding in this hobby for decades. And again, one of the reasons we share this is you can actually see the list of stolen inventory either on Sports Collectors Daily or Mitch posted to the Bullpen LA Twitter account. Um, so if you have any leads in regards to that, I know they'll be grateful. Um, it'll be worth your time. Not to mention great for the hobby if you can find any sort of lead on this if you're in the L.A. area or if you happen to notice uh, an eBay or a Craigslist listing even that seems like it matches some of the products, um, reach out to them and let them know. So It'll be too good to be true. Yeah. You'll go, what's the deal with this? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, too, that's not the only crime story this week. And again, we say this to try to give people heads up and warnings and, and stress on the importance of the right types of protection. Um this one is with Chris Adams, the owner of DC Sports Cards and Collectibles in West Bountiful, Utah. 
We actually have a news story with Fox 13 about the incident and Chris trying to come to grips with the theft of his store. So watch the news report now. Business in West Bountiful says they are out thousands of dollars after a burglary early Monday morning. And the crime was caught on camera. Fox 13's John Franke joins us with a story that you'll only see right here. Hi, John. Well, hey, guys. Local small businesses work hard to find success, so when they're victimized like this, it hurts a lot, a lot more than just their bottom line. When I got down here, they had already gone through the, the, the store. Visitors are usually welcome through this store at DC Sports Cards and Collectibles. But not visitors like this. You can see in the surveillance video. We've gone through a lot of emotions, but I uh, violated in a way, you know. A car pulls up to the West Bountiful shop. Two people get out and smash open the door. I feel lucky in a sense. They didn't break any, any glass. They did ruin the whole door. A camera shows the pair inside for just several seconds, grabbing several types of trading cards before taking off. They stole some hobby boxes, uh, Panini products, uh, Immaculate. Um, they stole some tops. They stole some um, Pokemon. The crime won't cause the store to go out of business. It's not about the dollars and cents for owner Chris Adams. I own a tile business, and I ended up starting this four years ago because I, I wanted a change. I wanted something new, and it was tough. Chris and his family have built this unique shop with collectibles from the past and present, and they've done it from the ground up. Many people told me I couldn't do it. It would never last. So when I get asked how I feel, I still don't know. That's why this crime makes Chris feel like the thieves took a lot more than some boxes of cards. And I know other small business people have too. They've put in their heart and soul to, to this and yeah, it hurts. And Chris adds they don't keep the most valuable items in the store overnight for reasons just like this. Meanwhile, West Bountiful Police are investigating. If you know anything about this crime, you're asked to give them a call. Live in the studio tonight, John Franke, Fox 13 News, Utah. And unfortunately, just a couple days after the million-dollar burglary in Los Angeles and that break-in in Utah, a Las Vegas-area sports card shop was burglarized over the past weekend. Sports Collectors Daily reports that someone broke into game day sports cards in Henderson, Nevada around 1.30 a.m. Sunday and stole a variety of modern sports cards, vintage unopened packs, and even boxes of cards that were set to be shipped to customers of the store's online breaks. Ouch. Surveillance video and audio captured a suspect wearing a purple-colored hooded sweatshirt and baseball cap attempting to get into one of the store's display cases. But after finding the case was locked, the person then grabbed a fire extinguisher and smashed the glass, filling up a bag with the contents of the case. Uh, Jimmy Garino, one of the shop's owners, told SC Daily Monday that the suspect is believed to have broken in through the back of the shop and was believed to also have accomplices who were waiting outside in a getaway car. The shop's lights turned on as the result of a motion sensor when the thief entered the main part of the store. Garino began conducting online breaks in 2016 and opened the shop just five months ago. 
The person in the video is believed to have used the trash bags from the back of the shop to haul away about 100 boxes of new trading card products and the items from the smash display case as well as the packages headed to the aforementioned customers. The Henderson, Nevada Police Department is investigating and they said that because of the quality of the surveillance video, and I want to take a pause after this to talk about that, along with additional security footage and other clues it should be helpful. Quote, the detectives are fairly confident they can figure it out, Garino said. But if you have any info that can help bring any of these thieves to justice, obviously contact your local authorities. One thing we learned at the industry summit, uh, Ivan, from a Las Vegas uh, detective in the retail theft division was not all not all security cameras and systems are the same. In fact, you see it. Uh, from one of our earliest stories and the stills from which the video uh, or the video from which the stills were taken of this story, huge difference. So it's, you know, it's not enough to just have the video surveillance. If it can't help identify somebody really, what's the point other than you get to watch your store get robbed. Okay. So keep that in mind. Shop owners out there really does matter. Yeah. Um, on that note, we actually have a positive story in the midst of all this hobby crime Yay. from someone that was at the industry summit that attended that workshop. Um, and one of the other things they said at that workshop was, you know, unfortunately, like Las Vegas, Nevada has an entire retail theft division of their police department. You don't always have that in, let's say, New Buffalo, Michigan. However, uh, Rex, the shop owner at um, Augie's Locker Room, who we talked about their break-in a few weeks ago, well, there's been an arrest made after employees Woo-hoo. told police that they recognized the suspect in the surveillance video. Uh, you may recall on September 16th, South Bend, Indiana police were dispatched to investigate the burglary at Augie's Locker Room. One of the employees arrived that day and found one of the front windows broken. Officers searched the store to make certain no one was inside, um, but no one was located there. So when the owner, Rex, and his son arrived at the store, they spoke with police, confirmed several items were missing, showed police security footage from the burglary, which showed a man walking through the store, taking multiple items out and pouring bleach on the floor and several items before leaving. Hmm. The suspect, however, had multiple tattoos, including a very distinct image on his right arm shoulder area. The owner of the store recognized the suspect as a former customer, provided (laughs) officers with his phone number, and during the investigation, they also uh, obtained photos of the suspect, who is identified as Wayne Hensel Jr., and were able to compare images of Hensel from the the LaPorte County Jail to the video taken at Augie's. The officer compared the photo of Hensel's tattoos to the suspect on the surveillance footage and confirmed it was Hensel on the video, according to the probable cause affidavit. Hensel was taken into custody and interviewed regarding the burglary and was eventually charged on November 10th with burglary and criminal mischief, despite denying any involvement. He's also the suspect in two additional hobby shop burglaries in the region, including the sports card shop in New Buffalo, Michigan, and F&J card shop in Elkhart. So I think I may have Mix those up at the beginning of the story, but there you go. Um, so as yet to be officially charged with those crimes, um, but I'll add that the sports card shop, uh, 
mentioned that there may be actual DNA evidence that can be tested in their case to match Hensel to that. So fingers crossed that as these values get higher and higher, shop owners start taking these measures better and better. While there may be this type of crime, there may also be justice for that and some some ability um, to uh, indemnify the shop owners. Absolutely. Thanks, Ivan. Well, we do have a handful of quick notes from Sports Collectors Daily, including this tidbit that Fanatics has launched its own auction platform. Surprise, surprise. A couple of the marquee items featured in the current holiday auction event include this signed and dated Ty Cobbat. Um, and a PSA 10 Michael Jordan rookie card. The sale will open in two phases with the first group of items online now and a second group to be launched next week. Both close on December 6th. In a super positive collecting story for us now, a New England family's century-old baseball card set headlines Memory Lane's upcoming auction. Cool. Sports Collectors Daily reports that a near-complete set of 1916 M101-5 baseball cards assembled more than 100 years ago and passed down through the generations will make its auction debut later this month when Memory Lane opens its Sets and Set Breaks auction. The valuable group includes what's considered Babe Ruth's rookie card, along with most of the other dead ball era stars, and will be broken into numerous lots. The consignor is the granddaughter of the original owner, who became fascinated with the photos of baseball greats and worked to accumulate 193 of the 200 cards, which have been in the family ever since. That's awesome. The Ruth card in the set has been graded to by SGC and carries a $50,000 opening bid not quite sure what the possible valuation is maybe it's such a rare card that they don't even know we'll find out and we'll definitely report to you uh many of the cards are among the best that have ever been examined by sgc including examples of both joe jackson and jim thorpe that graded five wow the auction will be one of the biggest accumulations of high-grade iconic sets, near sets, and unopened material offered in the hobby all this year. Over 2,200 lots will be featured, including over 7,000 graded cards and 261 lots specifically focused on unopened boxes and packs. Oh, fun. I hope they have some 1988 tops in there. <laughs> The auction will open November 20th and runs through Saturday, December 4th. So make sure you tune in that next week to our show for the auction recap. Absolutely. Um, one note, the lucky collector who pulled the 101 booklet card from 2021 Topps Luminaries got a decent payday with a card selling for $11,210 via Wheatland Auctions late Sunday night. You might remember that that massive booklet card features 30 different autographs. Congrats. We've got news of a new website that is launched, which offers autographs from former athletes and entertainers combined with a short personalized video message from them as they sign it. So it's like cameo and collectibles put together. Signed.com with, uh, with no E, because of course it's, you know, uh, the internet, 
S-I-G-N-D.com is part private autograph signing, part cameo appearance, as I joked. Customers can purchase a signed item, and the athlete will record a personalized video message to the recipient while signing the ball or puck, creating what the company calls, quote, a video of authenticity. I like it. Within seven to ten business days, the recipient will receive their customized piece of memorabilia along with their personalized video that's accessed by a QR code. I love it. Genius. Yep. I can't believe it's taken to 2021 (gasps) for it to happen. Rob, Uh, I I read the notes. Okay. I didn't read this all the way through. I did not see this. Sorry. I just gasped at this next story. That's all. Hobby people on the move. Nicole Colombo, who had been the short-time general manager for the collectibles and trading cards category at eBay, has left the company to become president of Alt, an alternative investment platform for graded trading cards. She'll oversee Alt's strategy, marketing, customer experience, as well as business development, and actually, we have a little bit more alt to talk about later in this segment. I was going to say, they've, that's, I saw the other big news. I did not see that. That's huge. Most of eBay's major trading card changes have happened under Nicole's watch since she took over the category. So very, very interesting there. Yep. Um, so that said, in yeah. this week's most interesting <laughs> article segment... A post over at PSA caught our attention with the title, Newton's Rings, Understanding the Encapsulation Illusion. So you may have noticed, or some of your friends may have complained, that sometimes when you receive your cards back, completed submissions from PSA, it looks like there's some moisture inside the holders. So a lot of people, you know, take to Twitter, take to social media, irate, wow, how'd they get moisture inside my card? Well, David Rosenberg, Collectors Universe Vice President of Operations, even says, quote, it puzzled me at first. There's absolutely no opportunity for liquid to get inside a PSA holder, so I could not imagine what they were talking about. Then they shared with me some images of the holders in question, and it began to make sense, end quote. In fact, the issue is not liquid that that has made its way into PSA holders. Rather, it's a phenomenon called Newton's Rings, named after the noted physicist Sir Isaac Newton, who spoke of the effect in his treatise Optics in 1704. Who'd have thought three centuries ago (laughs) they were dealing with Newton rings on graded trading cards? No. Um, So what it is is the rings can appear as a series of concentric light and dark colored bands or appear as liquid trapped between two surfaces. The phenomenon occurs when one clear convex surface rests on its convex side atop another clear flat surface. So Rob, what cards come to mind when I say convex surface? Maybe chrome chrome. cards, optic, chromium technology. But that's not really, keep reading, that has nothing to do with it. Okay. Well, I was just saying the convexing, (laughs) the convexing of the surface, clear convex surface. In these instances, two plastic surfaces are meeting. So after further study of the situation, it became apparent that the presence of Newton's rings within PSA holders were due to the introduction of a clear, thin sleeve that is inserted into holders 
when a trading card or sticker is particularly thin or is not large enough to properly fill the space within the interior rails of a PSA holder. But again, what would cause that surface to be curved? Bowman chrome. Yeah, thank you. I'm not crazy. I'm just crazy. When a card or sticker is smaller or thinner than standard, it is sometimes inserted into an additional sleeve, which is then sealed inside the PSA holder. Rosenberg said. This is done to minimize the item's movement inside the holder. The Newton's rings were occurring when light passing through the flat surface of the holder and onto the slightly concaved sleeve. So now I'm thinking concave that way. It's the plastic from the encapsulation that touches the plastic of the holder that creates the effect. The result looked like a moisture spot within the holder when in reality it was completely free from moisture. Uh, in fact, a similar situation occurs with semi-rigid card protectors like card savers, as many of the top loaders will present Newton's rings when first removed from their packaging. The two sides of the card saver are pressed together in the packaging process and then have a slight curvature straight out of the package. The resulting visual appears as though there is moisture inside the card saver, but when open to insert a card, the illusion immediately disappears. So you can try this at home is basically what that's saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, it's funny because I've I've noticed that and never Absolutely. commented on it, and it just come, came to mind when I first read this article. In an effort to better serve its customers and alleviate concerns regarding Newton's rings in the grading process, PSA is currently testing new ways to encapsulate the cards and stickers that sometimes require the use of inserts. We'll share more information on that front as it becomes available. In the meantime... If you have any PSA encapsulated cards that are presenting Newton's rings and would like to have them reholdered, please log into your account and submit an inquiry to the PSA Customer Request Center. Yeah. Or just deal with it so you don't make the backlog worse. Exactly. Yeah, just deal with it. <laughs> I like Turned that into an editorial real fast at the beginning. <laughs> at the end of Absolutely. Well, we told you we had more alt news. Um, the alt platform raised $75 million in its first ever community-led round of financing. In addition to several well-known venture capital firms, several professional athletes participated in the funding, including heavyweights like Tom Brady, Candace Parker, Giannis, and to Contompo and Alex Morgan, just to name a few. The alt platform continues to grow in popularity and can most simply be equated to kind of comp C, but for graded cards. But it's really more than that. New president Nicole Colombo put it this way, quote, we define alternative assets as any asset that a traditional bank does not consider real collateral, where the banks stop alt starts. We want to be the financial platform for the next generation of assets. Listen, her addition to this company, look out. That's interesting combo going on there. The Columbo combo. <laughs> congrats again um, to Nicole and congrats to Alt on that huge, huge fundraising uh, round. And finally... Thanks to a mention in Bloomberg today, it seems we now know where the previously announced Ken Golden hobby-focused reality show will air. Turns out, hey, Rob, I think you need to expense it. <laughs> it's going to stream on Netflix. Yes, the streaming giant is going to be streaming a show about the hobby. Also, it seems that the company is itself, Golden Auctions, is going through a rebranding as the company grows beyond auctions with a new website, Twitter handle, and more. So look out for Golden Co. 
on platforms near you and their website very, very soon. Absolutely. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. I did want to clarify something, Ivan. It's not that I can't afford Netflix. It's that I refuse to give them my money after they funded Cuties. Cuties? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what Cuties is. Yeah, you don't want to. And if you did, you'd probably cancel your Netflix subscription too. Um, So yeah, a lot of interesting things going on in the hobby. And like I said, how interesting Ivan was that Newton's ring article. I just, I mean, it's something that, you know, we're probably all are, have some familiarity with and have just taken for granted that it's a thing, but in, in looking at that and reading in, um, their blog a little further, it's something to do with that, that the inner sleeve that then just throws everything off. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do that they can actually close that gap for the reason they use it in the first place. But, uh, good stuff. All right. That said, we've still got show left to go before we get there, before we get to too much though. So yeah, we've got hot in the shop and then uh, we'll put Ivan to work pulling winners. So let's dive into it with uh, a look at what's hot in the shop this week. We've got uh, kicking things off, if you will. We've got Panini National Treasures baseball cards. Uh, I'm going to pull up my Skype window so I can see that. There we go. Um National Treasures Baseball checklist is out today. I'll have it up on the website tomorrow, gogts.net. Look for eight autos or memorabilia cards, including a booklet card guaranteed in every box. National Treasures Baseball takes MLB's top stars and past legends and hot rookies, blends them all together gather to create one of the most highly anticipated launches of the year. Eight autographed or memorabilia cards, including one booklet card. Love it. So you're going to be looking for rookie material signatures. You're going to be looking for international treasures. You're going to be looking for all sorts of great inserts, treasured materials, Hall of Fame material signatures with beautiful patches and on-card autos. The future with stars like Taylor Trammell and many, many more. And then guaranteed booklet cards. Hope you guys find one of those. How about that Ernie Banks cut signature wood booklet in stores Friday, I believe. Friday. So the other uh, exciting product that uh, that I get to start off with here is one that Emily talked about, and we're excited to see back 2021 Tops Triple Threads baseball cards. Each box has two packs with seven cards, so it's not just the triple relic threads uh, hits that you're looking for. It's also cool base cards on that popular triple threads design, nice and thick cards. The base cards also have parallels, such as that Onyx Juan Soto you see right there. Each box is going to deliver one autographed triple relic card, numbered to 99 or less. Hopefully you pull one of those rookie and future phenoms auto relic cards. There are also great advanced hits like autograph relic wood parallels 
Look at that with the captain right there. And you can find triple player auto relic cards with parallel versions as well. Who's the best player on that card? Who would, who would you want the most? Uh, rookie autograph cards, Sapphire parallels, and lots and lots of jumbo relics with the popular, always popular, triple threads, words, die cut into them. And look for incredible booklets featuring all kinds of different items, including bat knob book cards like that Fernando Tatis Jr. one right there, manufacturer logo relic cards, like you see there with relic uh, logos from the players' uniforms, and triple threads buttoned up relic cards, almost enough buttons for the entire jersey right there on that Pete Alonzo. Also, there are single jumbo relic cards and just lots and lots of other goodies. Get this. Each case is guaranteed to contain at least one one-of-one one autograph relic card and an autograph relic combo card featuring three or more players. Those are guaranteed per case. So excited to see 2021 Tops Triple Threads hits starting to trickle out on the market and boxes being broken. Absolutely. All right. Next up, we're going to go to the... Ice with Opichi Platinum NHL hockey cards. Uh, colorful. Um, that's pretty much a defining characteristic of this product. It's got an autograph card, five base set rainbow parallels, three inserts, two base set sunset parallels, and two numbered parallels, as well as a retro rainbow in every box. It's a lot of eclectic content, and I got a ship notification that uh, our boxes will be here tomorrow. So guess what happens next week? Yep, we'll take a look at it. It says a 200-card base set consisting of 150 veterans, 50 marquee rookies, and lots of great inserts, including best in the world there that you see there with Sidney Crosby, super colorful. And then sweet selections, Some of the taking a look at some of the top draft picks. And... Photo driven. Mm. I love that looking like a film strip. That's really cool. Uh, and use the horizontal format rookie autos, including the hobby exclusive orange checker parallels. Do you know what though? That's what those two slash lines mean. Ivan parallel retro no, new purple houndstooth parallel. Very cool. It's scheduled for release. Yep. A few months ago. It's finally here. Opichi platinum. Coming up, uh, we've got a, is it basketball? Is it entertainment? Hey, why not? It's both. Space Jam, a new legacy blasters from Upper Deck. Each blaster is going to have six neon blue base set parallels and one ready-to-jam rainbow foil insert. There are autograph hits possible. There's also new legacy manufactured film cells. And of course, you just saw that autograph LeBron James there. One in 214,000. Yeah, two <laughs> crazy odds on it, but they are in there. So that's the cool driver so for you the got product. got that going for you. In so addition you're saying to, there's a chance, Ivan? There is a chance, but there's also 10 variations or parallels of those ready to jam cards, including gold parallel 
one of ones. So this is not just an entertainment product, you know, that's bass driven. There's some really cool hits and parallels in here, as well as voice actor autographs to hit in addition to those super rare LeBron Jameses. Uh, and Don Cheadle also has autographs in this um, as a well-known actor. So check these out. The blasters should be in stores all around you now, including hobby shops. Lots of hobby shops have these blasters, so you can go to your LCS for them and then keep an eye out for hobby boxes coming uh early in 2022 correct next up a breaker centric product from a super break this one is dimes basketball i think that's a saying in basketball right they were dropping dimes um premium buyback card one of them graded 10 in every box zero redemptions Everything's packed out. Check this out. All cards are graded either a BGS 10, a PSA 10, or a BGS 10 black label. There's mm -hmm. 10 boxes in a case, uh, one card in every box. Look for the NBA's biggest names, both past and present, including uh, all-time greats, Hall of Famers, hot rookies, and then Collector favorite hits like true rookie cards, RPAs, silver prisms, refractors, one of ones, and many more. And as has become a super break tradition, look for hot cases, themed cases, and super hot cases as well. We've also got uh, this week a trading card game set in the NFL from Panini with Panini NFL 5 trading card game packs, uh, as well as, what does that say, Count Goods Booster. Um, so there's a booster configuration as well as a starter deck. Uh, there, The booster box features seven Swirl-O-Rama parallels of those player base cards, along with four epics, one legendary, and one rookie per box. So remember, you want things like epics and legendary if you're actually going to play the game because those are going to give you more powers. Uh, a starter deck box break is going to have a 50-card construction deck with five parallels, two gameplay marker cards, and the rule book and play mat. So that's another great place to start. There's 301 total brand-new cards in the 2021 edition of the NFL 5 trading card game. Fun thing to do with your kids or, you know, I mean, heck, if you have adults that like playing games, this is a way to go. And you can find the the first playable cards for Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Jamar Chase, and other top rookies. And look for powerful card types like that Gridiron card that redefine the meta. There's Gridiron, Synergy, and Superstar players, which can help revamp your deck. So look for Panini NFL 5 in hobby shops and at retail this week. And that's a look at what's going to be or what is hot in the shop. All right. We're going to put Ivan to work pulling some winners and we'll announce those when we come back from watching this video. A hobby themed wedding proposal. It happened. Check this out. Ooh. Hey, I'm Devin. I'm also Devin and we're the devs. We are here at SBT Comics in Kingston, Ontario, and we have some nice Upper Deck random acts of kindness that were sent to us that they've asked us to open up. So we're gonna do that now and see what's in store. Okay. 
Brent Ooh, Burns. Brent Burns is my favorite. That's out of 25. That one's cool. Joe Pavelski, that's my favorite. favorite. Brent Burns, her favorite. Joe Pavelski. Oh, cool. Look at that one. Let me get let me get on that one. Brent Burns. Oh nice. Another Brent Burns. Whoa. Oh, look at sick. that. And a Joe Pavelski patch. Look at that. Can I take a look? I'm gonna open this one. Um, I apologize if I butcher the hockey players' names because I'm not great at that, but I do my best. Other than that's a dull sign. <laughs> I also am not the one who normally opens them. She lets the boxes be opened and then I take mm -hmm. over. I open the boxes and then she takes over on the packs. We'll do it like that. I should be able to. All right, let's see what we got in here. Get it open. The ultimate She show everyone what that is. <laughs> it's not for upper deck at all. Let me see. Well, upper deck had a lot <laughs> to do with it. It is. Can I see? After spending five years in the minors, the devs have been called up to the show. Bursting with potential and having paid their dues in the minors, Devin is ready to make it official. Devin, will you marry me? Will you marry me? Oh, yes, I will. Oh, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> That is oh. not what I thought I was coming here for. I'm so much happier. <laughs> I'm shaking. I thought you were nervous because you were on camera. No, I'm shaking because I'm committing to you for the rest <laughs> of my life. So that was incredibly sweet and awesome. Yes. Wasn't that cool? But Rob, you got something behind me that you need to show the viewers. I just heard Donruss Magnum PI right before. I didn't um, even know this was a thing. Real oh quick. Oh my gosh. Don Ross, trip 1982, down vintage lane. 1982 Magnum PI. First off, this show was awesome. And so I was 12 years old. And but 12-year-old me <laughs> couldn't part of why it was awesome. Probably didn't even know these cards existed. But um so I don't know. Do you remember these things, Ivan? These school things? Yeah. With the okay. Well, somebody bought these from a pack and put them in here and they've been housed ever since. And I'm now the proud owner of an absolute, I should probably have it graded because I bet you I would have that set registry thing in my favor. Cause it's that yeah. good. Yeah. This you'd thing win an is award for the only fully graded 1982 <laughs> Magnum PI set. <laughs> so yeah. Um, pretty cool. Um, that's awesome. Just a reminder. Hey, we, we collect cards here too. So, oh yeah. You know, 
Absolutely, we do. Put my master brain together how this year's is going to work. We're going to give away some fun, fun stuff, Ivan. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining us all this evening. And we're going to do this again next week. In fact, we're going to probably have um, a segment with two new uh, supply vendors. Graded cards are so popular right now that there are like slab accessories popping up everywhere. And mm -hmm. we're going to introduce you to a couple of them, uh, most likely next week. But um, thanks to Emily Kless for joining us. Always fun. And obviously, thanks to Chris Carlin, Tracy Hackler, and Emily for keeping us stocked on product to be able to share with you guys. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the Hobbies Web Show. Um, in the meantime, do me two things. Always be collecting and be the change you want to see in the world. I'll ship out your prizes this weekend and join us back here next week. We'll do it all over again. Good night, everybody. <laughs>